Ladies and gentlemen, please take your seats as the show is about to begin. At this time, we ask that you silence all cell phones and other electronic devices. All photography and video recording is strictly prohibited. Now, sit back, relax, and enjoy the Broadway Show Show with your host, Nathan Hill. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Broadway Show Show. I'm your host, Nathan Hill. It's been a while since the podcast's last episode, but, you know, it's time to seize the day with today's episode where we're going to be exploring the history of the hit Broadway musical, Newsies. I'll also be having a conversation with Catherine Plummer herself, Kara Lindsay. So, without further delay, let's hop right into the episode. In 1899, Hundreds of paperboys filled the streets of New York selling newspapers for publications such as the New York Journal and the New York World, run by the likes of William Randolph Hearst and Joseph Pulitzer. Like most things in the world, this profession became dominated with greed. So, when Hearst and Pulitzer refused to lower the price of their papers, the Newsies banded together to strike. This event inspired actor and screenwriter Bob Zutiker to begin writing a film about its history. Zutiker and his wife, Noni White, took the idea to producer Michael Fennell, who in turn presented the idea to Disney. After various rewrites and drafts of the script, a suggestion would be made that would change the entire trajectory of Newsies. Why not make Newsies a musical movie? After the decision was made, Alan Minkin and Jack Feldman were brought on to do the music for the film, and Kenya Ortega was brought on to choreograph and direct. The film, as well as the stage adaptation, revolves around the central character of Jack Kelly. So it was very important to find the perfect actor to take on this role. A young Christian Bale was then brought in to play Jack Kelly, and Christian, who had little to no vocal or dance experience, had to go through extensive training to prepare for this role. By the looks of it, this film was set to be a huge success with its cast, its director slash choreographer, its music, and all of the other contributing factors. Newsies was released to the world April 10th, 1992, and opened to less desirable audience and critic reviews. And after only two weeks in theaters, Disney pulled the film from almost every theater worldwide. This film was destined to be forgotten and just another film added to the Disney vaults, never to be seen again. But throughout the 90s, Disney Channel would often run Newsies, exposing it to thousands of kids and families, making it a new cult favorite. Because of the film's newfound popularity, it was no surprise that it had become a highly requested title for schools and community theaters, although no theatrical rights were available. This didn't stop theater companies from staging the show anyway. They would adapt the screenplay to fit the stage. This caused Disney to team up with Music Theater International to create 60-minute versions of their titles for companies to perform, and this included Newsies. So, like, they could perform it legally. I I mean, (laughs) 
But in this decision, Disney also decided to create a full-length version of Newsies exclusively for licensing. Now, as much as we like to think the show was all beautiful from the beginning, that couldn't be further from the truth. The original plan was to create a stage show without the help of the original creative team, but once they had gotten word of it, the team wouldn't allow it without them. So Alan Menken and Jack Feldman came back aboard for music and lyrics, and Bob Zutiker and Noni White came on for the book of the show. Though Bob and Noni were very talented screenwriters, they didn't have much expertise when it came to writing for the stage. And when the show's first reading was held, it reportedly went so badly that the project was shelved. This project seemed doomed just like the movie, and the people who had gotten their hopes up waiting to perform the licensed version of Newsies seemed to have their hopes smashed. Until a new hero came to the show's rescue, in the form of Edna Turnblad. Harvey Firestein, who prior to this had an already absolutely incredible career, had just come off of the short-lived 2007 musical A Catered Affair, in which he wrote the book for and also starred in. He was ready for his next project. When talking to Alan Menken about possible projects to collaborate on, he noticed the Newsies poster that Menken had on his wall and asked about it. After Menken had explained to Harvey that they had already tried and failed at an adaptation, Harvey felt up for the challenge, so he got to work. And one major addition Firestein felt was necessary was the addition of the character Catherine Plummer, a love interest to Jack. By December of 2009, it became public knowledge that Disney was yet again working on a stage adaptation of Newsies. Soon after, they held a reading of the show, and by the second reading, Disney felt that the show was strong enough to stage a full production. While nervous to play at the show on Broadway, Disney Theatricals partnered with the Paper Mill Playhouse in New Jersey to stage the show. A big task was finding a director to bring the show to life, and this responsibility was put into the hands of director and choreographer Jeff Calhoun, who's best known for directing and choreographing Bonnie and Clyde. Another huge part of Newsies is the choreography, and if you've seen the show or seen clips of the show, the choreography is incredible. And this is thanks to choreographer Christopher Gatelli, who has choreographed shows like 13 the Musical, the 2011 revival of Godspell, SpongeBob the Musical, and so much more. The set cast for the Paper Mill run included Jeremy Jordan as Jack Kelly, John Dossett as Joseph Pulitzer, Ben Fankhauser as Davey, Andrew Keenan Bolger as Crutchy, Helen Anker as Meta Larkin, and Kara Lindsay as Catherine Plummer. Newsies had its world premiere at Paper Mill on September 15, 2011, and opened to a thunderous success. Seems like a running theme, though, with lots of shows, because as quickly as the show opened, closing night was close behind. Uh, Newsies had its final performance at Paper Mill on October 16, 2011, with still no call from Disney about a Broadway transfer. I guess they were sticking to their guns about the show just being for licensing. Until the cast got a call to perform at the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, which is quite unusual, as only Broadway shows perform in the parade. On November 15th, it was then announced that Newsies would be getting its run on Broadway. This was an exciting time for everyone, but was a bit complicated for Jeremy Jordan, as he had just begun Broadway previews for Bonnie and Clyde, 
which meant he wouldn't have been able to join his Newsies family for the Broadway run. But after Bonnie and Clyde ultimately failed on Broadway, Jeremy had a home at Newsies and was able to continue his journey as Jack Kelly. The Broadway cast included the same company as the Paper Mill production with one exception. Instead of Helen Anker, Meta Larkin would now be played by Capathia Jenkins. Newsies was set to have a 12-week limited run at the Nederlander Theater, and it began previews on March 15, 2012. Due to the rise in ticket sales during the first week, though, Disney announced that Newsies would be extended another 10 weeks, and on March 29th, the show officially opened to enthusiastic reactions and reviews like the Paper Mill production had. In his review of the Broadway production, Ben Brantley of the New York Times wrote, As choreographed by Christopher Gatelli, they keep coming at us in full speed ahead flanks, forfeited by every step in a Broadway by the numbers dance book. Mr. Jordan is a natural star who has no trouble holding the stage, even without pirouettes. Mr. Feldman's lyrics are spot on, while the melody reminds us just how charming a composer Mr. Macon can be. Now, when Tony season came around, Newsies was nominated for eight Tony Awards. Best Scenic Design of a Musical, Best Orchestrations, Best Original Score, Best Choreography, Best Direction of a Musical, Best Performance by a Leading Actor in a Musical for Jeremy Jordan, Best Book of a Musical, and Best Musical. The show ended up winning for Best Original Score for Alan Menken and Jack Feldman, and for Best Choreography for Christopher Gatelli. By this time, Newsies had adopted an open run with no closing night in sight. It actually became the fastest Disney show on Broadway to recoup its investment. On June 22, 2014, it was announced that Newsies would finally close on Broadway. So, on August 24th, after 16 previews and 1,004 regular performances, Newsies closed on Broadway. Thankfully, though, this was not the end of the road for Newsies, as two months after the show closed on Broadway, it kicked off a national tour of the show that would end up running for two years. And then, in 2017, Disney decided to do a filmed version of the show, so they routed out folks from both the Broadway production and the national tour, including Jeremy Jordan and Cara Lindsay reprising their roles, and released it in movie theaters as a special three-day event. Now, that filmed version of the show lives on the Disney Plus platform. If you're interested, you can go check it out there if you haven't already. Uh, but in closing, this musical has left a lasting imprint on musical theater and musical theater fans alike. The fact that the songs from the show are sung about 11 years later after its original Broadway premiere and years after the original movie in the 90s says a lot about the show and how truly special it is. Now, to the part that you all came here for, here's my interview with Kara Lindsay, who originated the role of Catherine Plummer in Newsies. Uh, hey everyone, today we have the incredibly talented Kara Lindsay, uh, who originated the role of Catherine Plummer in Newsies. How are you, Kara? Hi, Nathan. I'm good. Thanks for having me. I'm Thank excited. you so much for coming on to the podcast today. Um, so I want to start by uh, asking you how you began your performing career. 
Oh, I feel like my answer to this changes a lot, but <laughs> just because I think we all have, you know, a lot of roads that lead to the same place. Yeah. Um, so I was, I grew up playing sports. I grew up um, doing competition dance, mm. not like dance moms, but sort of. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and also my sister really loved musicals growing up. She still mm. does. She's like yeah. geeks out over Annie and into the woods <laughs> as do I. And yeah. she's my older sister. So, you know, as a younger sibling, I don't know if you have siblings or if you're the oldest or youngest or whatever. No, I have siblings. <laughs> yeah. And I was the, I'm the youngest. Yeah. So I always was looking, you know, what is my sister doing? That looks cool. I'm in. Yeah. Um, so she was always listening to cast albums and we would be, you know, blasting them at home and listening to them. And um, when I was in sixth grade, my middle school needed more dancers for their production of Pirates of Penzance specifically tappers because the um the they had like the tapping cops yeah. so i i was like i dance i tap <laughs> all my friends are joining okay sure i'll yeah. do a tarantara tarantara um and i ended up getting in the show and it was a blast it was so much fun i could be with my friends and dance and i was like i think i can sing i don't really know yeah. but it's fun to try yeah. um and uh, really, the rest was history. I kept doing it, and it, I just was in a part of my public schools, like middle uh, middle school show choir, and the choirs that were available to us, um, and the shows that were available to us. I just yeah. would do them. Um, and it's not like I did much outside of that, except mm -hmm. for dance. Um, and I just kept doing that until I was in. Uh, when I was in high school, my um, drama teacher said, you know, Kara, you could probably do this for a living if you wanted to. And I was like, mm, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I had heard, even though I didn't really have anybody close to me that was in the business, um, I had heard the phrase starving artist, right? Yeah. We all know that. So yeah. I was afraid of that being me. I was like, I don't know if that, if I can do it. Um, it's a hard business. And I was like, I don't know if I can, if I will make it, you know? And my teacher was like, well, you don't know, you try it. I was like, no, mm. that's a good point. Yeah, that's, that's very true. <laughs> I, would, I would be kicking myself if I never tried. And I would always be wondering, what if? What yeah. if I had tried? What would have happened? And boy, am I glad that I tried. Yeah, it, it worked out very well wonderful experiences i mean it, of course it didn't happen right away it took right. time and efforts but like it just i think the trick in this business is just always putting at least taking one step forward whatever right. it is even if it's like i signed up for this class you yeah know? yeah or i went to this audition it's just like always trying to keep put, putting your feet forward yeah um yeah. And, and so um Fast forwarding past all, mm -hmm. all of these years trying, how did Newsies um, come onto your radar? Like how did this uh, specific show come about? Um, so I, so before Newsies, I was, oops. Um, oh, I should turn this off one second. <laughs> <laughs> so we're not ding, 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 ding. Um, so before Newsies, I did, um, a well, the very first professional show I did out of college was Lone Star Love. Mm -hmm. And that was with Randy Quaid, um, who I don't, I mean, he's AWOL at this point. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> the, he was the 
was like in Vegas Vacation and all of those movies. Mm. He's like, he's cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Yeah. But <laughs> um, but that was my uh, my first professional job and I was supposed to come to Broadway and it never did because of mm. the cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs guy. Right. <laughs> um, but what an experience. And then after that, um, I was working at a restaurant for a long time and catering and stuff. And then I booked a show called Little House on the Prairie, the musical. And that was with Melissa Gilbert, who had originated the role of Laura in like the TV series. And then mm -hmm. she ended up being in the musical and blah, blah, blah. And with Little House on the Prairie, um, the tour launched from Paper Mill Playhouse, which is in New Jersey. And that's right. also where Newsies debuted. Um, so I got to know the paper mill people because I had debuted Little House on the Prairie there. Right. And, and then after Little House on the Prairie, so I got to know the paper mill people. And then after Little House on the Prairie, I did a show called Cabaret and mm -hmm. I played Sally Bowles and, um, Kansas City rep. And I had the time of my life. It was so much fun. And I worked with, um, the choreographer was Ricky Hines and he is, um, Jeff Calhoun's associate. Mm -hmm. Jeff Calhoun was the director for Newsies. Right, right. So I had this connection with um, Ricky Hines, who ended up being, who was the Jeff Calhoun's associate, and a connection with Paper Mill. And my agent submitted me for the audition for Newsies. And also Paper Mill, because they knew me, they were like, oh, right. Carol would be good for this role of Catherine, the role that she played, Laura is very similar in energy, like strong-willed, persevere, you know, just yeah. um, ahead of her time kind of female. Right. And um, Ricky Hines, I had worked with, and he knew I could dance. So I had some people that, like, were behind me, which was so nice because I had worked with them. Um, but I still had to, like, go through everything, obviously, to right. prove, right. Yeah. which is almost more pressure because you're like, okay, these people said that I could probably do it, maybe, yeah. but I still, I have to prove that and go through like 10 rounds of auditions and, you know, all the things and it all worked out and I'm so glad that they believed in me. Um, I mean, Newsies really, it changed my whole life and yeah. I'm so grateful. It was the yeah. best experience still to date, <laughs> like the best ever. Yeah. It was so much fun. So, um, yeah. when, when you heard about, um, when you heard about the show, what stood out to you the most about, uh, this character and the show in general? Oh my gosh, everything. Um, you know, I, when I initially got the, um, the audition, I was confused about who Catherine was because I knew the movie loosely knew the movie um but i didn't remember there being a female lead besides davy's sister and even then yeah. it was sort of just like this beep i'm here yeah. um not really much yeah. so uh i was confused but i think what intrigued me is that um we needed a voice, a female voice from 1899 in that show. Yeah. Um, and I think Harvey Firestein was really smart to have, you know, the the newsboys fight parallel the female fight right. um, through Catherine, which was amazing. And I didn't realize at the time what a responsibility that would be because the show lived on and lives on. And so many people are doing this show and, it was really, 
And a great honor to get to bring Catherine to life and to be able to work with Harvey Firestein and Alan Mankin and Jack Feldman one-on-one -on -one and create something sense for Catherine. Um, and they really worked with me. I mean, I was like mid-20s when that all happened and I, it was blowing my mind in the moment and, and it still does. It just was really, really cool. And I think I've always dreamed of being, a, you know, lots of, oh, can you see me? Am I cutting oh. out a little bit? Oh, no, I, I can see you. Oh, okay. Um, a lot of, a lot of young people dream of like being a Disney princess or prince or whatever. Like we dream of that opportunity. Yeah. And, um, and I was hoping or whatever and and Catherine far succeeded with that dream I mean she is the smartest princess and um she's one that makes a huge difference and that's it's awesome and like to inspire other young girls to do the same is the greatest honor it was yeah. awesome to get to portray her yeah that's awesome and I am it must have been like a, a really surreal experience to working with these incredible people. And then uh, on top of that, uh, like you mentioned before, Catherine wasn't in the movie. So while everyone else had like a source material to go back to, you had to start from scratch and uh, build this character from the ground up. So that must have been like a really great yeah. experience. It was. And yeah, um because I couldn't pull from the movie with Catherine, um, what I did get to pull from, in which all of us did, was history, you know? Right, yeah. I mean, this is based on an actual event, um, loosely based because this is dramatized, but right. I mean, I needed to look into history and see what journalists, 18-year-old um, female journalists existed mm -hmm. that lived in New York um, at the turn of the century, and what were they like? And um, I clung to Nellie Bly, who was an investigative journalist around the turn of the century, and she actually actually worked for Pulitzer. And um, I have a picture of her framed in my living room now, because mm. like ever since Newsies, I'm like, she is amazing. <laughs> um, what she was capable of at such a young age and what she proved to such big, important men in, yeah. you know, in the, the journalism industry was it, it just blew my mind. Like yeah. that is somebody who's incredibly confident and she paved the way for people behind her. Um, and that's kind of what I, I thought Catherine, I'm like, that's absolutely who yeah. she is because there were very, very few female journalists at the turn of the century. And if they were, if there were any, then they wrote about um, theater. Right. That's why she's at Meta's, you know? So, um, and it's really, I think what, was eye-opening for me was when she took on um, the Newsboys strike as a story that was in more ways than one dangerous because of her dad, but also because she's a female writing about a political piece. Right. And she's not supposed to shoot it. So like, it was so many layers of danger and heightened and risk. And, um, so it, and yeah, it just, it's entering, the world from, I w what year was it? It was like 2013, 2012. I had to like put pictures up around my dressing room of what the world was in New York 
so that I could enter that when we go on stage because I was just walking around New York to get to the Nederlander Theater where Newsies mm -hmm. was, but it I was on my iPhone and I was yeah. you know, <laughs> like yeah. having a good time. Like <laughs> it, it was a rough and tough life back then, and yeah. I just had to enter that world and know like, and especially even with the Newsies, um, having pictures of what the actual Newsies looks like because I'm looking at these beautiful dancers who just ate Chipotle, you know, they yeah. ate Chipotle, yeah. they're well-fed, they look like they need a snack, yeah. <laughs> they're muscly and fit, and so, yeah. I, I mean, you know, obviously, because they're having to do with the Chris Catelli choreography, yeah. but, like, really entering the world of what those boys were was important, because yeah. it, it made the experience more heightened, and um, all the more important, like what she's doing, even more important and what they're doing, even more important. Right. So, yeah, that's great. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to talk about the, the dancing a little bit because, uh, the dancing in the show is quite insane. It's, it's so good. Um, all of, are you a dancer? I, I try to be, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I, I, <laughs> I'm what, sure I, you are, though. what I, what I always say is, I like I sing and I act. I was like, I'm an actor. I can act like I can dance, <laughs> but it. Yeah, I, that's a good yeah, mindset. But I, I, th I think I'm all. I'm all right. Uh, I I've had to dance in, in a couple anyway. of shows, but um, what was the rehearsal process like for all of these dances and the songs and like in general? What was the rehearsal process like? Um, so Catherine only danced in King of New York, so yeah. I really didn't do nearly as much as the boys. Right. Um, but there, there was this, um, what's the difference between like this, this video, not what's a meme, what's a meme again? A meme? Is that where there's... I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's like this video with a caption yeah. and it's the video of this work dance workout class mm -hmm. and all the ladies are like killing it and then there's this one lady that's kind of like off her like off on <laughs> trying to keep up and she's like yeah you know yeah. looking crazy and I, and I shared it I was like this was me when I was learning <laughs> King of New York with all of the Newsies yeah. because they pick it up like that they see it once and then they know it and I was like whoa 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 whoa, whoa. Yeah. hold on like I grew up dancing I mean knew how to dance. I do know how to dance. But when I was with them, I felt like I had never danced in my life. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was, it was humbling. Um, <laughs> but we got there and actually it, I wasn't the only one. There were some um, of the Newsies that were like tappers first and they got it right away. Yeah. And then there were some of the Newsies that were like mostly tumblers and they were like, had never put tap shoes on. And they were like, what the heck am I doing here? Mm -hmm. um, so I was stuck with them. <laughs> um, yeah. But I do remember. Um, and then once we all got it, I remember there was this day where we were doing a run through of the second act and um, we were all like practicing King of New York and there were some changes in there and we we're trying to like big, um, go through it once before we ran the second act. And I remember when we all did King of New York and we got through it and we had not made any like massive mistakes, yeah. we like did it. We all cheered for ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
which was really fun. And I mean, like, gosh, I did one dance out of they did like <laughs> dance the whole show. Yeah. Um, but like it, it was so. I, I was. I remember feeling like, oh my gosh, it's so cool to get to dance with you guys. Like, yeah. what an honor to dance with these the elite dancers of New York, like <laughs> of, like Broadway, the country. I mean, people audition from everywhere. Yeah. And I get to dance with them. Like no pressure. <laughs> it just. It was really such a great feeling and I was like this is what it's like to be a newsie I get to feel it for like a minute (laughs) (laughs) which was awesome um but anyway all that to say um some of the um dance rehearsals I did get to sit in on and I saw um the first day um Chris Catelli am I cutting out a little bit uh just a little bit but I can I still hear you it's still the audio is still coming you can yeah it is. Okay. Um, I remember the first day of rehearsal, um, Chris Catelli had all of the guys stand in a line and he was like, um, me what tricks you do because, and it's not like, uh, it wasn't like a show off thing. It wasn't like a competition. He was like, you're all hired. Like we hired you, you're in, the, you're in the play. You don't have to audition right now. I just want to see what you do so that I can put it in the play yeah. because I want, I want these, he wanted the newsies to be each really individual. I mean, that's why they all have such unique names. There's like buttons and mush and, um, oh gosh, I can't remember all of them. Ike and like all these random names and like you all are so uniquely individual so I want to see what tricks you do like even if it's like weird like but it's cool and you like do it I want to see um and that was really neat because a lot of those things ended up in the show and then once people if people left the show um and then a new actor was coming in um they would cater whatever trick to them that's which really was cool. always really neat yeah yeah so and even with the Catherines, like not every Catherine did the little like leg lift um Steph Styles, she did like a split or something and then Morgan did like a tap trick or something so it's it's yeah. just catered to you and yeah. I think that's really special it really is not not a lot yeah. of shows are like that yeah yeah, yeah. So um, the the show opened at the Paper Mill Playhouse. And is it true that it wasn't even, uh, like they weren't even planning to take it to Broadway? That is very true. The very what? first day of rehearsal, they told us, um, Tom Schumacher, the head of Disney Theatricals, he said to us um, very candidly, um, the intention here is not to bring the show to Broadway. We are doing this for licensing so that all these people that want to do Newsies can do it legally because there have been so many people pulling scripts and songs from the movie and creating their own show of Newsies. It's illegal. Yeah. Um, And not, you know, buying the rights or anything. They're just doing it. Yeah. so he's like, that's it. There have been so many um, illegal productions of Newsies being done and people want to do it. So let's do this for them. Um, and I was like, I don't care. I, 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 this is a dream come true, regardless <laughs> yeah. of where we are. Like we could be in the, I don't care, in the backyard. <laughs> 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 so he's 
like random stage. Um, but to work with Harvey Firestein and Alan Macon and all these amazing people. Um, but the fan following was so strong. They, yeah. I mean, in the same with um, the movie, the 1992 film, um, I mean, there's this cult following behind yeah. Newsies. It resonates with people. It's timeless. It's inspiring. And the music is like, they're like earworms. And they're yeah. in, they like are energy boosting. And it makes you feel like you can do anything. And um, those are the kinds of things that people love to see. Um, and it was so cool to see the crowds at the stage door. Yeah. I, I've never seen that before in my life. And I was like, this is a big deal. Like this, sh this show is really good. Um, and I, it, this wasn't my first show. So I had seen, you know, I did Lone Star Love and I did a few other regional shows and I did um, Little House on the Prairie. Like I could see, I mean, there were, there were people at the stage door with those, but like, this was like, like yeah. we were a boy band. Yeah. <laughs> like, whoa okay um so I knew we had something really special and I, you know I think the fans like just could not handle the fact that it was done at paper mill yeah just couldn't be and it was sort of art imitating life in that the fans demanded the <laughs> Disney theatrical the producer like listen to them yeah. and, you know let us have more time with this and <laughs> Um, we have a right to have Newsies on Broadway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that was really cool. Yeah. Um, so then there was a big break, though. So I think uh, we were done at Paper Mill October of 2011. And then we didn't start rehearsals for Broadway until March of 2012. Mm -hmm. So there was a big break. And I was doing another show in Rochester, New York. And during that time I got a call that they were doing the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade mm -hmm. and they wanted Newsies to do King of New York and I was like oh that's awesome amazing cool yes let's do it and I was like but so generally the people that perform at the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade like the shows that perform are Broadway shows yeah they're on Broadway yeah so I was like are we going to Broadway is that what's happening so that's how I found out we were going to Broadway was, yeah. They didn't tell us. They just wow. said, we're going to have a conversation. Wow. Come on over. Let's do this thing. And I was like, wait, but what? That's not and how that's supposed after, to work. Like, we're going to Broadway. Yeah. Like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, we could kind of tell, obviously. Yeah. yeah. And I think they, they actually, I think they announced it on the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. I'm pretty sure. Mm. But anyway. Yeah. But, um. What what was what was that experience like like uh, preparing for the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade? Had you like watched it growing up or, or things like that? Oh my God, I still do. I still do. Like I'm in middle school, just like okay, I gotta make sure I'm like got my eyes on the TV at yeah. nine a.m. because the parade is happening yeah. <laughs> and the shows are always first. Let's go. Yeah. Um, I've always watched them and that was like that's like a bucket list I thing that I yeah. always wanted to do and hope to do and um was just so giddy to get to watch growing up so that was a pinch me please yeah. moment um but like I said I was doing a show up in Rochester during the Macy's Thanksgiving during Thanksgiving time yeah. and um 
I, I was in tech and I had to ask my director if I could have the time off to go and perform at the parade. Right. And he didn't quite understand because, and none of us did because we weren't on Broadway. So yeah. he thought I was like going to be on a float being like, hello, um, <laughs> and waving or, you know, I don't know what he thought. Yeah. So he wasn't going to let me out. He wasn't going to let me out for um, the parade. And I was like, I don't think you understand, sir. Like, this is a big deal. And I'm going to leave this show if you don't <laughs> let me go. Um, but am I, yeah, I was like, I'm not, I'm doing a Christmas carol. Yeah. I love a Christmas carol, but like, you don't get it. Yeah. Um, but anyway, you know, in tech, people get crazy, right? Yeah. Um, so he let me go. And then when I got back, he was like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize what <laughs> like I know I told you this was like a once in a lifetime opportunity um anyway so I I missed all of the rehearsals for the Thanksgiving Day Parade mm -hmm. because I was in this other show right. and I flew out it was like a night flight and I flew into um New York and there was a snowstorm and I was like oh, oh my god wow. if I don't make it to this freaking Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade <laughs> I I will run there. Um, but we made it. We made it. Um, and I think I got like three hours of sleep because of adrenaline. Wow. And um, we, you're up at, you're like there at 4 a.m. or something oh crazy. Because you do have, you have like a walkthrough on their huh. stage. Um, and with the, the camera walkthrough before right. you go and perform later on. So I was able to do that, but um, the associate choreographer would send me like videos of their rehearsal in New York that they were having so that mm. I could practice with it. Um, and so that I would be ready by Thanksgiving to like, just do it with them. Yeah. So that was a little crazy that like my only rehearsal was that morning at 4 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like we did it, just done it in October. So yeah. it was fine. Um, <laughs> yeah. That was that was like really cool and I look back and I'm just so grateful yeah. you know such a high time yeah it sounds like a really great experience I mean hopefully one day we'll see I I I'm an oh, avid watcher of the of the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade and like every year I'm yeah. even like I, I try to get my family to watch it but just like they don't no they only well, I mean it, it depends because you know they're I, I'm a morning person. They're not really. So I'm 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 up. I'm up. I'm sitting in front of the TV. I'm I'm ready to go. Um, oh my god, Nathan, that's amazing. Yeah, but I hopefully one day it'll happen. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It will. Just keep keep one foot in front of the other. Yeah. Um. And so now I want to talk about uh your first performance on Broadway because this was your Broadway debut. Um, and so uh, I want to know, so you're about to walk on stage for your first entrance. What was going through your mind at that point? Oh, I think I was shaky shakes. Um, so the, my, the first Broadway or my Broadway debut technically was our first preview. Yeah. Right. So, um, gosh, I think what was nice is that we did have paper mill like we had done weeks of performances of this show that was yeah. almost the same there were lots of different changes but most of it was familiar it was right. a familiar space it was familiar people it was 
familiar story. So it didn't feel like so raw and vulnerable in that way. Um, and that brought me comfort. But I think, um, so Jeff Calhoun had this great conversation with us on opening night. Um, he said, these are the good old days. When you get older, you're going to understand what that means. Yeah. That this, you're going to look back and think, wow, that was a really wonderful time in my life. Yeah. And that is exactly right. Yeah. Um, and I think I, I was thinking about that a lot when he said it. Um, and I was like, oh, wow. Like this, you know, those core memories, like in Inside yeah. Out. Yeah. That's what that is. And it's like, has its own planet, like its own realm. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. Um, that Broadway debut yeah. is just, it's its own core memory. And I think I just really tried to take it in. Yeah. Um, I don't remember feeling incredibly nervous. Um, and it just, and I do get really nervous, Nathan. Yeah. I get very, very nervy. Yeah. But I don't remember being all that nervous stepping onto that stage for the first preview. I think because it felt, everything felt so right. And so... Um, like I didn't have to prove myself. Um, like when the uh, reviewers come, like the critics, mm -hmm. that's when I got nervous. Yeah. Because there's nothing like being like, okay, I'm gonna go out on stage and then they're just gonna judge me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's fun. And then you start trying and doing weird things, and you're like, what am I doing? Am I yeah. doing anything? <laughs> what am I? Um. So that's when I would get nervous. But if, if for the first night on Broadway, no, I was. I think I just was giddy. I was so yeah. excited. And half of us were making our Broadway debut. So it wasn't just oh, me. Yeah. And when, when it's not just you, I will say like, it's so exciting to get to yeah. experience that with so many people. It's yeah. like, it feels like a surprise party for all of us. And and I did a show, I did beautiful, the Carol King musical, mm -hmm. and there were a lot of Broadway veterans in there. And we had a couple Broadway debuts there and it, you know, it'd be the one person, yeah. and like, you know, but we always try to make them feel special and give them a bottle yeah. of champagne and like, yes, you did it. Yeah. Like you worked hard to get here. Um, but I think when you're, you have permission to celebrate with somebody else who's going through it as well, or excite, like going through the same experience as yeah. you, it's just like, it makes it more exciting. So I had half of the cast to yeah. feel that with. So how could I not just feel mostly excited and zero nerves? Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it really sounds like this was a, a great experience because you did it at Paper Mill and on Broadway, and then you came back and did it for the filmed version of the show. Oh, so it, it seems like a really great experience. But um, I have one more question for you. Yeah. What would you say your favorite song from the show is? From Newsies? Yes. Um, my favorite song from Newsies, I think it would be Seize the Day. Wait, can, I can't pick one. This isn't fair. Top three, top um, three. <laughs> I think it's the very beginning of Seize the Day. Mm -hmm. With, I think it's that, that moment where they're like oh. all so defeated, but one speaks up to like connect them all again yeah. and say, we can do this. That always just moved me to tears and the way those harmonies fit so tightly and nicely and snug. It's just, yeah. <laughs> it, it, uh, 
it just it makes my heart feel fuzzy yeah. um I think that's that's my favorite moment yeah. and Kevin and I my husband and I perform in um Epcot at the Festival of the Arts mm-hmm. um Disney on Broadway concert series occasionally and we get to do that part wow and every I'm like I mean I'm singing up an octave obviously yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so I'm like, oh my gosh, what a beautiful song. Yeah. It is so stunning. Um, that's my favorite. Yeah, Alan Menken knows what, what he's doing. Oh yeah, yeah. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> For <laughs> he sure. Really, really does. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, that's great. Well, um, thank you so much for coming on to the show again. I, I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. It was of really course. nice to meet you. It was really and nice I hope I you see too. you. I hope I see you on my TV in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade very soon. <laughs> One day. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. Well, that's all for this episode of the Broadway Show Show. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'd like to give a special thank you to Kara Lindsay for coming on to the show and sharing her experiences with all of us. If you have any questions, comments, or requests, make sure you email us at thebroadwayshowshow at gmail.com. Please have a beautiful day, and I will see you next time on the Broadway Show Show.